Hello, and welcome to Frozen Bones Hockey. I'm Corey. And I am Chad. And we're here to talk about everything hockey. So the first thing on the list is congratulations to Team USA at the World Juniors. That was an awesome win. Yes, definitely was. It was unfortunate that it came down to the skills competition or, you know, uh, the shootout. But it was an amazing thing to watch us win. And it was kind of cool in a, in a different way. Didn't they use the same guy for both shootouts? Well, yeah, they, in, in, uh, in the Russia game, he shot three times, scored three times, uh, Terry. And then they used him. He was the only person to score for the United States in the shootout. Yeah. And, and obviously, congratulations to Parsons, who's the goalie. I mean, he just he killed it. He crushed it. Yeah, great job. Yeah, and I was, <clears throat> I was watching, you know, obviously reading the stupid hockey blogs and stuff from other people. And there's so many people who are, like, angry. Like, oh, you know, they had to get into the shootout and blah, blah, blah. And the only thing I have to say about that is... Uh, they won. <laughs> well, not just that. It's, it's like, okay, so Team Canada gave up a two-goal lead two times. They even had a power play in overtime, and they still couldn't, you know, succeed. And that's not to say Team Canada is bad or they're horrible. They're wonderful. In fact, you should take, like, so much pride in the fact that America is so excited to beat... Canada because they're such a dominant force in hockey. Um, but it was just very interesting to me that, 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 you know, that's the way people perceived it. It was like, oh, well, you know, they had to go to the skills competition because, you know, that's the only way they could win. It's like, no, look, the hockey game, it happened. And there's nothing yeah. you can do about that. You don't write, you know, USA doesn't write the rules about what happens if it's tied. I think they should just continue to play until it's over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's not the rules. <laughs> but that's not the rules. Um, out here in Los Angeles, um, we have the All-Star Game coming up on uh, January 29th, which is really cool. They have this uh, the fanfare that's going to be going on from January 26th to the 28th. Uh, you going to try to get out to that? Definitely. would love to try to get out to that. But yeah. then again, it is kind of L.A. with the traffic. so Yeah, the traffic and the parking, which is like $30, $40. Yeah, so... Playing just going down to LA, I was playing that gig on New Year's Eve, yeah. and they're charging $50 to park your car. 50 and yeah, I was like, Nope, not having that. That's just dumb. That's ridiculous. I know it's only because it's Los Angeles. So, anyways, the fanfare is going on. That's also, by the way, the reason why I don't like going to Staples Center. I mean, obviously, I'm a Ducks fan, but I wouldn't mind going to the Staples Center to see the Ducks, Ducks and Kings play. But the parking's $35, and you have to go on the two worst freeways. In, in Southern California. Agreed. Uh, I have friends at work that are hardcore Kings fans, and they would much rather come to the Honda Center to watch the Kings play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, same on the uh, Rob and uh, Sean, and even Aaron, I believe. I mean, he Aaron, I don't think he really cares. He likes going over to, to the Staples Center, but they, most of the guys are like, yeah, it's much easier to go to the Honda Center. Yeah, some people don't mind that kind of traffic, though. Like, I have friends, you know, where they're just like, yeah, it's just down in L.A. And I'm like, ah, it's down in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. <laughs> well, now, you know, at least with Uber, like, uh, Curtis is like that. He'll just take Uber straight down to L.A. And from his house, it's it's only like a $20, $20 ride. So he doesn't Well, mind. that's good, yeah. From here, it would from be like Pomona 40 to or LA. 50 Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit. So they got the Atlantic Division. And looking at the roster, um, all of them, I mean, obviously – Looking at the roster, there's there's a few guys here that I was actually kind of surprised to see. Yeah, who's that? Not not so much because I don't think they're great players, just because uh, I mean, like look at Eric, Eric Carlson, Carlson. I mean, yeah, he's he's a good player. There's nothing wrong with him, but he's he's a defenseman that is pretty much a forward, and that's all his concentration is. 
he, he's not terribly great in his own end, but he does score goals, so they put him on the all-star list. So it's like, eh, you know, not not overly to me that's and it's it's not like he's the greatest defenseman so like he's in the defenseman category it really it's always bothered me that they do that you know defense should be about defense yes they need to score goals they need you know play offense as well because that's today's nhl but yeah but he doesn't in fact he gets beat quite a bit and it's like it's frustrating to see that i would rather see a good defenseman yeah a, a player who plays the position like perfect example shea weber from montreal he scores goals but if you're in his, in front of his net you're probably going to pay a high price to score a goal because he's going to beat you up the whole entire <laughs> the whole entire game you're going to get i mean when we played uh, when the ducks played against him uh, in the playoffs i mean that, that's the it's horrible watching i mean he's he's just going to smack you and whack you and beat you up until you get out that's a defenseman to me and i think that's a great pick obviously he just wants you to move along you know <laughs> Um, then the Metropolitan Division, it's pretty good. I mean, everybody here's a star. Sidney Crosby, Taylor Hall, Kenny Malkin, okay, Alex now, Ovechkin. You may know about this, but I heard, and this may not be true fact, that Sidney Crosby has a hard time <clears throat> actually showing up for these things. Well, <laughs> most of the time when he's picked for him, he's actually either hurt, injured, or, you know, you got to think about it this way. It's like, it's a, it's... A time like they get, I believe it's a week to two weeks off, right? Most players, I mean, you're playing 82 games, and he's highly competitive. All of them are, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of players like to have that break. I mean, I think it was last year, uh, Joe Thornton from the Sharks. He didn't. He didn't go to the All Star game, and they showed a video of him like kicking it on a boat, fishing, and he. It's a way for them to get away from the rink and and decompress them, I'm sure. I mean, I love when I get breaks from playing music, like when I have like back-to-back gigs for a week. Yeah. And then I, then I like when we came back from tour, it was phenomenal. It was like, oh, I get you just to sit here and do nothing for a day. I need a break after two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I under I understand that. So I don't. They also, I believe. That they, if you decide that you're not going to go, they actually suspend you. That's what I was, yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to get at right there. Is that I heard like you can actually pay some kind of penalty for it. Mm-hmm. It's the way the NHL forces the players to go because, you know, who's going to pay to go to an All Star game where they don't have any All Stars there? That's just the way it is. But if you're injured and you can't go, like if you're not cleared to go, and that's typically what Sidney Crosby has is he he's typically injured. I mean, look, they put Patrick Line. Um, and he just got run over in the Buffalo game. Um, I don't think he'll be attending that game because he's still diagnosed with a concussion. Is uh, P.K. Subban from the Central Division injured as well? I don't know. Um, I know that he wasn't playing. Um, I didn't. Ke- I haven't kept up with him since she's over in Nashville, but uh, if he is, they'll have to choose new players. And that's what they kind of do is they announce oh, like the okay. all-star roster, and then what they'll do is they'll Half come. Half the guys are like, hey, no way. And then there'll be guys who were injured who they're like, okay, I can't go. I mean, if you're like, okay, looking at this list, you got the one guy on this list that I'm so excited that's on the list for the Metropolitan Division is Wayne Simmons. He's far overdue to, I mean, he's finally starting to get um, some, some attention for what he does. I can't believe, still to this day, the, one of the worst trades the Kings ever made was letting him out of here. Because 
he is a amazing forward. What he does, he's like a Ryan Kessler for Philly. He's mean. He goes he to the front. That, yeah, and he did, and he can, and he's he's just he can score goals. He can knock guys down. He doesn't take crap from nobody. And I absolutely love that. And finally, people are starting to be like, "Oh yeah, he's so good." And it's like, yeah, when he was in L.A., I was like, "This guy is crazy good," and he's going to be in the league for a really long time. So I'm really happy to see that finally. Their defensemen are pretty much, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Looking at Justin Falk for the the Hurricanes, you know, he's still young, still kind of developing. And I kind of feel sometimes like they, they just put guys out there just so that just way. Just to give them a little bit more yeah. experience, you know. Yeah, you got Seth Jones, who's been playing out of his mind for Columbus. Uh, obviously, Ryan McDonough, New York Rangers. He's phenomenal. And, well, I mean, Sergei Bobrovsky, enough said, way, the way yeah, he's played right. there. And Brayden Holpe, it's great to see Holpe, you know, getting on the all-star roster. Um you know, he hopefully he gets to play. <laughs> yeah, he probably well they'll they'll probably swap out. Um, Central Division. I mean, everybody on this list you kind of figured was going to get in. I, I don't see any person on this list that I, it was that doesn't belong there. Yeah, it doesn't that that you wouldn't think just being a hockey fan. Oh yeah, that you know, I mean the only one that you would say is kind of suspect is either Nathan McKinnon or Tyler Sagan, and it's not because that they're suspect players. They're phenomenal players. It's because their teams aren't doing that hot. And normally, you know, there's, you know, like the MVP, is it the best person for that team or is their team like up in the rankings and he's the reason why? And that's yeah. kind of where, where that sits. And then Pacific Division, um, it was ex- I was excited to see Kessler get, get uh, nominated, put up there for Anaheim because he's been a bright spot and a really rocky, in my opinion, rocky start for the Ducks. We're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. Yeah, and it's definitely. constant. And... You know, a year ago, Gibson was picked for the All-Star game as a goalie. And he he was, you know, playing super great. Now he's still, I think he's still playing great, but I think teams have started to figure out his weak, his strengths and his weaknesses because he's become the full-time goalie. Yeah. Versus before where he was just... Well, we had two really good goaltenders at that time. So you could really flip them out. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and, and, you know, it was kind of funny not to see Anderson... For the Maple Leafs, get on, you know, get into the playoff, or sorry, not the playoffs, the uh, All Star, the All Star game, because he's been playing out of his mind. And if it wasn't for him, they'd be nowhere near where they're in the standings. I mean, they they still have a chance to make it. The Maple Leafs have a small chance to to make it to the playoffs, and that's that's mainly because of Anderson. <laughs> and as a Ducks fan, it's really hard that we had to give him up. I mean, I understand the business is the business, and you, we couldn't afford to sign everybody that needed to be signed. We didn't yeah, have exactly. the cap. Um, Brent Burns, amazing defenseman. Drew Doughty, I'm not a fan of him as a as like a player. Uh, I think he's a phenomenal player, though. I just, like, you listen to some of his, like, mic'd up things, and he kind of seems like, I don't know, I wouldn't say like, not a nice person, but he just seems like that guy who's like, that guy's, you know, like, forget that guy. Um, but you can't rule out the fact that guy's... nice, he's a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's a great player and you can't you can't uh, discredit him i mean he he is a phenomenal defenseman and he's that total package same as shea weber he can score i mean he does it all in fact i think that what one of his only flaws is the fact that he tries to do so so much especially right now with the kings where they're kind of struggling offensively um over the last uh, month 
Uh, he just he tries to do so much that sometimes he gets himself into bad situations. Cam Fowler is an amazing thing, and this is this is a personal uh, favorite of mine because when most Ducks fans were shouting, trade, yeah, they were about to do that. Yeah. Trade, trade Fowler, trade Fowler, trade Fowler. There he is. And thank God we didn't. I mean, he this year, you know, he went over the offseason. He worked on his shot, and he said that. He's like, I've been working on my shot, and it shows. He's also not passing the puck, you know, or passing on the shot when he's given that opportunity, which is yeah, an intense shot. And not, not to mention the fact that he is still a phenomenal defenseman. His skating ability is, is probably top five in the league. Uh, the way that he can push guys to the outside, he doesn't get caught. Uh, we got to see him in uh, during training camp. You remember watching him when, oh, Car- yeah, when yeah. Carlisle had him doing the. That was great. How many of the defensemen tripped over themselves when they had to do the, yeah. the switch back and, and switch skate? back and crossover the yeah, with and cones? They, and yeah. so many of the guys were eating it on the ice, and he was one of the few who could keep up, especially when he got matched up against Cogs, because Cogs is like a like a rocket. That's hilarious. Uh, last ones, let's see. Um, Martin Jones, Mike Smith. Mike Smith was another one where I was kind of like, Mike Smith. And it's like, yeah, well, if there's a bright <laughs> spot for the Coyotes, it's Mike Smith. Although the other night when Kasha took the puck from him and scored on it, it was yeah. kind of sad. But you can, you had to feel bad for him because his he got hung out to dry. Like, as a goalie, there was no one to pass to. Nothing. Like, he looked at Vice because he was looking to see, oh, you know, if, if all three of them are down here, my guys have got to be up there. Nope. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, where are they? They're all on the bench. Pretty much. <laughs> they were changing, and, and, and one guy was on the ice, and that was it. And it was like, oh. Who, who decided that right there? He's now like, you wonder, right? Everybody off. Because, I mean, if you're the coach, you're like, guys. I mean, what, the did, puck is in our zone. Yeah, why are you changing? That, that's really funny. I bet you anything, they saw him stop the puck. And they thought he was going to cover it, and it was just miscommunication. It's like, oh, he's got it. They're going to blow the whistle. I'm going to, oops. And that was it. (laughs) Oops, everyone's off the ice. (laughs) Yeah. that's uh, uh, So this last uh, Friday night, I got the chance to go play for my my old hockey team, the the now Warriors. And, um, oh, God. So for those of you who, who don't know me, I've lost... Uh, well, I was I was pretty fit about I don't know what, say about what five six years ago. No, probably more, probably like ten. I'd like to think. Yeah, it was before kids. Yeah, before the kids, and then uh, this recently I had an operation at a, a double surgery, and so I, I've lost about forty five pounds, and I haven't played with uh, this t- the, my friends since then, and I get back on the ice, and it's amazing to me, and it will always be amazing to me, like how much that actually affects you. And one of the guys is like, dude, you're flying out there. And I was like, yeah, lost a ton of weight. But it was fun. It was a good time. Um, you lost like a bowling ball more than that, you know? It's like like yeah, two or, two or three lot. of them. But uh, we were we were chatting about it uh, coming back to the bench. And, and one of the things was is I could actually chat when I got back to the bench. Nor Like last season when I played with it, it was like I was too busy sucking, sucking wind <laughs> to say anything. Yeah, I know what that's all about. <laughs> Everybody keeps asking me, are you all right? Are you all right? Like, <laughs> oh. I, like I look like I'm going to pass out or something, you know? That, well, that's because both of us, our face turn, turns bright red when we, when we skate. Yeah. Yeah, that was this morning I kept asking you, are you okay, man? Because you look like you're going to faint. Well, I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning, and then we went skating this morning. So. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. 
Very it, open ice today. Yeah, lots of, lots of chances, you know, for you to pass to me. And, and fail. And fail. Pass and fail. I mean, if it's my It's either feet... my skating, I can't do one or the other, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, all right, I can skate, here I go, I'm fast, and then boom, I lose the puck. You know? Yeah. Otherwise, it's hands for days and slow speed. It's, 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 uh, the puck's either in my feet or so far out in front of me, I can't catch to it. You're either reaching or, or digging. Yeah, trying to dig. <laughs> That's okay. I do the same thing in my pickup games to the guys. So don't mean to. It's just when you get tired, you kind of stand up in your stride and instead of like actually focusing, I just like, eh, get rid of the puck. Who cares? It's just pickup. No one even plays defense. <laughs> swear, dude, our pickup games are, are no joke. Like 20 to, to 17. Those are like the scores if people were to actually keep count, which none of us do. But it, I mean, it gets ridiculous because we. Like, where's the defense? No one cares. Goalie's like, fuck it. Yeah, goalie. Actually, one of the goalies did is, like, someone, like, had a breakaway. I think it was, like, a 2 on o, And he just, like, stood up and kind of, like, olayed the puck as he went <laughs> past him. <laughs> Welcome. Well, exactly. Uh, Welcome to the net. And then, like, what, there's always those two guys out there who are, uh, like, they take it way too serious, though. It's like, come on, guys, defense. And you're just like, God. This is pickup, dude. You, know, you don't even know my name. I know. <laughs> You're going to have to call me either by color or by number. And there's two number 14s on the ice anyway, so <laughs> no one's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it's fun. It's, it's a good skate. So, uh, you know, uh, with the Ducks in their season right now, uh, kind of the cool bright spots has been the Cogs, Silver, uh, Kessler line. Definitely. Yeah, and... Kind of, kind of interesting to look at Corey Perry right now during the season. Um, he looks like he's injured. He's skating like he's injured. Either that, or he like is just like peace. Yeah, because he just he's, doesn't seem he's like, like he's I'm any- not going anywhere, so I'm not going to do anything. But he looks like, well, he seems like he's playing like he's injured right now. Yeah, it does. He he looks like there's something wrong. He's not a hundred percent. Yeah, and with Getzloff out, and. Just kind of our, we don't have a ton of star power, you know. But it's good though to see like everybody else stepping up. Yeah, Kasha was has been a bright spot for yeah. us too. He's a young kid who came in and he impressed the coaches right away. He was great during training camp. I remember watching him, um, looking at where they're at in the standings and looking at how many games we've already played. It looks like we're pretty. I, I'd say 80 percent. We're probably going to make the playoffs in a good spot. Um, my worry about us making the playoffs, though, in the end of it is what's going to happen when we play the East Coast team. We, we have, if we were to make it to like the Stanley Cup or even the Central Division, we have a great record in the Pacific against Pacific teams. When we play anybody on the East Coast or even in the Central Division, we don't fare very well against them, <laughs> which is great if you're just trying to make it to the playoffs and sucks if you actually go far. And I'm not saying that we're not going to come on. Everyone knows Anaheim's a second-half team. Uh, we always seem to all of a sudden figure out, oh, we're supposed to be playing We like hockey. to be down. Yeah. We always we're, have to. We're down. Let's get back up that hill. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I'm hopeful, obviously, because I, w- I want to go back and I want to be a part of the playoffs. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm going to the game tonight, and I'm a little nervous, to be honest with you. We'd be playing Dallas. And, uh, and they just whooped on the Kings. Exactly, you know. But I was actually kind of hoping they would beat the Kings. And, you know, the Kings get a little angry at them and kind of 
put a little hurting on them, tire them out for tonight. Yeah, I got to say, you know, there's one thing. I, I, I'm not a Kings fan very often, but I was excited to see the Kings come back and beat Minnesota because Boudreaux made the comments about fans down here in Southern California, yeah. and nothing pisses me off more than a sore like a sore loser. Yeah. And the fact that he got fired, he should have fully expected he was going to get fired. Be a man and like be that kind of like position. You're a coach, by the way. Like you don't like go and diss hockey fans. Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Like I mean, like you just put yourself like out of the whole yeah. California area. Like yeah. and, and and insulted a bunch of people who actually stood by your side. Like there was there's still a there t- were tons of Ducks fans that were like, "What are you doing? Yeah, why would you fire Boudreau? It's not his fault. It's the players' fault." Well, yeah. Hey guys, it's a business. It's a lot easier to fire one guy than it is to fire three guys who are making eight million plus a season. You can't get rid of all of them, so you choose the one guy to blame it on, and that's just the business. I mean, yeah, it sucks. We all know that. But for him to turn around and bash the fans who have supported him, because I was one of the guys that's like, don't fire him as a coach because who are we going to get? Well, he's king of it's broken, don't fix it, though. Yeah, that is a problem for him. And unfortunately, the Ducks ended up losing to him, and I'm sure there was money on the board for that. Like, I, re- I mean, he's not going to want to come in here and have his team get it handed to him. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there was, there was probably a little underhanded dealing in that. For those of you who don't know, and I'm, and I'm sure there are a few, uh, there are times where players will put money up on the board and, and for certain things like game-winning goals or if you hit this guy or blah, 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 blah. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I mean, Carlisle got caught for it a couple of years ago on camera by accident. It was him handing Bozeman cash in, in Toronto when they played the Ducks and beat the Ducks. So it was probably like, hey, we'll pay for the team's <laughs> dinner or something. All right, folks. They're well, all rich. He's like, but I still want that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, I mean, imagine going out with those guys. They don't go to, like, Taco Bell or Del Taco to eat. You can't. No, they <laughs> even or even then, they don't go to, like, uh, their dinners are taken like at Morton's Steakhouse, like, th- and that—that's like a normal place for them to go. You know, an expensive place is one of those little hole-in-the-wall places that costs like sixty dollars for a steak. How fantastic! Yeah, how that'd be awesome. Right. I mean, I'd like a sixty-dollar steak. Oh yeah. All right, folks. That's about all the time we have today for Frozen Bones Hockey. Uh, this is Corey. This is Chad. And we'd like to sign off and say thank you. Thank you.